two straight from the horse's mouth where we cut the BS and give you the truth all about sports. It's your boy Bryce, and once again, it is Bryce Square today. What's up? I'm joined by uh, my boy Bryce, and it is episode 50. Yeah. I am 50 episodes in to this. Uh, it's crazy to think that a year ago, at the peak of, I don't want to say the peak of the pandemic, but you know, in the summer of the pandemic, when I really didn't know what I was going to do as far as like life outside of like, you know, you work your job, but as far as what's going to keep me like sane, because you can't go out, you can't be around your family like that, you can't be around your friends like that. Everybody's kind of like in a helter skelter, like freaking out mood. And I'll be honest with you, starting this podcast, like just from a sane standpoint, was like the best thing that ever happened to me, man. Like it made like people had a bad 2020. Be- between this, this made my 2020 probably great. Yeah, I think 2020, if you didn't have like a goal to set, since there was literally nothing to do, yeah, like you were gonna go insane. Yeah, like so for me, just building stuff, just putting stuff together, getting my mind busy, yeah, helped a lot. No, 2020 was definitely a year of like, like. You, 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 2020 was the year of no excuses. Yes, right. 100%. There is nothing going on. You, have, you literally have... Hell, for it, some people, you don't even have a job. Legit, 2020 improved my bank account. Like, exponentially. Same. Where it was like, I don't have any excuse to be to complain about money right now. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't spend anything. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't spend anything. The only thing I bought was a car. Yeah. Which was great. Like, that was my first actual no, I bought clothes purchase. Now. Yeah, but I just couldn't go nowhere with them. A, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't go anywhere with the car, but it was my first, like, all right, this is, I'm putting this on credit. I did that. My credit score jumped 100%. Yeah. It was great. So, it's, uh, yeah, but 20, if you, if you, when you, when you, for most people, especially people who didn't have a job, right, you, if you were just at home and you had nowhere to go, that was the time to go, okay, what do I want to do? You know what I'm saying? Let's like, like, it. let's try it. You ain't got nothing. There's little. You ain't got nothing going on. You just, like, look, what's that dude from that from that commercial? You sit on the couch anyhow. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everest that. College or whatever. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Watch life passing you by. Like you literally was doing that. So if you didn't, if you didn't take the opportunity, you still can because some people still ain't really recovered. It's not. It's not over. Yeah. So, like, there's there's plenty of time. Like even right now. Yeah. Like, All right. Let's just jump into. Let's something. do something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's what that was for me. Um, so that that's the good thing. And the bad thing that's happened to me recently, and I just told Blood Bright this off, off air, I got selected for jury duty. Um, I, I don't... Now, part of me is kind of like, dang, because like, who wants to sit through it, whatever. But also, it's like, man, would it be cool if I got like a trial, like like a like a cool like yeah, murder... Yeah, like, like a murder trial. Yeah, like, like, oh, wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting interviewed by like magazines. Like, what did you think it is? Like, oh, man. Every dope, like I don't know, like I heard jury duty can go one or two way. Either can go through, you sit through some boring, like crap, or you get like you know the OJ Simpson trial. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, like, that's uh, because my mom had it and she told me about it, and that made me convinced that like for some cases I don't want a jury. Yeah. Where it's like, like unless the evidence is like a hundred percent clear cut, people will argue and it'll be stupid, mm-hmm. and it'll be like I don't know why. I was part of this jury. Mm-hmm. We did this dumbest thing we could ever do as a jury. Yeah. Or it could be like the uh, the George Floyd case where the jury came back and said, yeah, this was easy. Yeah. So, it all depends. I don't want to like arguing with people in the room. Like, yeah, he's guilty. <laughs> like, he, he did it. He, <laughs> he did it. Yeah. Yes, he deserves to die. 
and I hope he burns in the audio. Yeah, yeah. And I hope, yo, but uh, so yeah, so that's what's going on, man. And uh, but let's let's. I still have not. Oh yeah, song of the episode is Roddy Rebel. First of all, shout out to Roddy Rebel for 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 coming home and him and Bobby Shmurda. We'll see what we'll see what music they get into. But uh, he had a song that came out called Jesse Owens. Uh, it actually has nothing to do with Jesse Owens. The actual, you know. I thought, yeah, yeah, no, it's just about him being fast and going somewhere. But uh, yeah, it's a song called Jesse Owens featuring Nav. It's, it's a cool lit song. Depending on what the summer about to kick off, you should definitely listen to it. But the time to get into it. Now, last week, if anybody checked out the episode last week, uh, we talked about Trevor Lawrence in preparation for the draft. The draft has came and went. We've had some time to kind of process it. And when we say the draft, we mean like the first round. Uh, no offense to all the guys, and shout out to everybody who got drafted. Yeah. And shout out to all the guys who are now free agents, going to be able to sign whatever team they, you know, get with. Um, but we've had some time to think about the first round and, and where teams kind of did and what they didn't do. Uh, so Bryce, going to kind of go start with you. Yeah. What What team? Um, what did you? Who do you felt? Who like? What picks were you you're a fan of? And where were some teams you go really, bro? So overall, I know I know this. It was controversial, but. Um, the Jamar Chase LSU, I like the pick. Mm-hmm. I get why they didn't choose a tackle. I get why they got yeah, Jamar Chase. Like, he, pe- people want Joe Burrow to be protected. Yeah. But that's a sign to me that, one, A.J. Green's gone. He will not be the number one receiver uh, either coming out of 2021 or going into the 2021 season. Well, isn't he with the Cardinals? I don't know. Didn't he leave? I don't know if he left. If he didn't leave... Let me check that. Let me look that up. Yeah. But... But that was a sign to me that our first priority... Arizona. He signed with Arizona. So, he's, he's gone. So that, that was a sign that we need a number one, and Jamar Chase is probably going to be it. Uh, and they're going to build off of that. Um, I, I liked Demonte Smith to the Eagles, and I liked... That pissed me off. Because I'm a... I'm a Carson Wentz believer. I've been defending him. And I'm like, okay, let me get this straight. So last year, I mean, I think they, I think they drafted Jalen Rager last year out of TCU. Yeah. But he pretty much had no weapons for real. Deshaun Jackson was hurt like yeah. he always is. I don't think Deshaun Jackson has played a full season of football in God knows how long. He's too hurt. Yeah, I mean, since Chip Kelly was his coach or something. Um, uh, you had Zach Ertz was banged up for most yep. of the year. Yeah. Uh, so he just really didn't have any weapons. Any weapons for him. he was throwing into freaking former you know quarterbacks. Yeah, like yeah. he didn't have no weapons. And then I, you know you get Jalen Hurts and now you give him Devontae Smith. So I was kind of like I, I I'm happy for Jalen Hurts because he he gets somebody he's familiar with. Yes. Yeah. Um. And I, Devontae Smith don't let the size fool you. He's he can good, ball. He's a baller. He can play. He's a baller. Don't let any detractors take away from the fact that dude just plays football really yeah. well. Because yeah, you can be a, a physical receiver. That's cool. If receiver comes down two things: can you run the routes or can you catch the ball? That's it. If you ain't got no hands, why are you a receiver? Yeah, go play defensive. Right. If you can't, <laughs> if you can't, if you can't catch, if you can't uh, run a route, like if you can't, if you, if you can't understand a route tree, yeah, and like you know when to run a certain route. If you're yeah. not smart enough to be a wide receiver, yeah, you shouldn't be a wide you should receiver. Shouldn't be a wide receiver. So he he definitely. Had, we saw what he could do in the national championship game. Pretty much embarrassed. Um, uh, stage show. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I was. Uh, I like that. I like that pick. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, uh, Miami's pick was also good. Jalen Waddle. So literally, there was about four or five, like 
college teammate matchups. Hmm. Uh, I think Travis Etienne went to Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, yep. Um, we got two Alabama players playing with each other. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. And Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. So I like all of that. That shows that they want they want their young quarterbacks to be comfortable. Yep. Um, so you're investing in your young quarterbacks. The next part for the Bengals is definitely offensive line. Got to. They have to protect Joe Burrow now. You got him one good weapon. You got to protect him and get a couple more weapons. Um, the other pick that I'm cool with, but I don't know how it's going to play out. It's Justin Fields to the Bears. The Bears needed to do that mm-hmm. because, let's be honest, yeah. <laughs> they re- they overreached for Mitch. Yes. And now he's gone. Yeah, Pace and Nagy need to save their jobs. They had to draft Justin Fields. They messed up with Deshaun Watson. They had to make it right. Yeah. Now, does that change ownership's mind? I don't know. The only other pick, the, the, the only team where I felt like the first round was a bust is the Falcons. Yeah, um, I don't think they realize that their window has closed. Yeah, and it's time to rebuild. It's uh, cause here's the thing: is I was thinking about Atlanta, cause I I I, I like to, I like Matt Ryan, I like yeah. Leo Jones, and obviously Kyle Pitts was definitely the, probably the best offensive weapon. Most people say he was the best player in the yeah. draft, but definitely yeah. the best offensive weapon. If you're Atlanta, you probably should have traded back. Yep, let somebody else. Maybe Miami take maybe Miami or or, t- or, or Cincinnati Somebody. takes takes Pitts instead of taking who they took. Um, they did probably should have traded back. Maybe they should, some people say they should have got a quarterback. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, just because of the state of that whole team, like mm-hmm. they just lost the coach, mm-hmm. and I guess the interim is still now the head. Uh, God, what's his name? Rami Raheem Morris. Yeah, Raheem yeah. Morris. So he's still kind of. Got to get his feet wet yeah. throughout this team. And to be honest, I remember listening to uh, Strong Opinion Sports talk about the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And I think he's right. Like, that whole team just kind of has to go. Yeah. That loss to the Patriots broke them. Yeah. And that whole squad, besides, like, Todd Gurley, kind of has to get picked apart. And yeah. you, you got to do what Jacksonville did and just, you know. Start over. Start over. Yeah. Um, they first of all, Atlanta need Atlanta needed some defense. Yeah, and like they 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 could have definitely used uh, a certain yeah, a um, JC Horn, JC Horn, or the linebacker Michael Parsons. Yeah, Michael Parsons. Um, uh, they definitely to me should have went defense in this draft. They could definitely could have traded back, got an extra pick probably. Yep. Um, it's it's one of the things where it's like, can I get mad at a team for taking the best player in the draft? No, but can I get mad at a team for not prioritizing the overall, like, because you know what that lets me know? That lets me know Atlanta really did not have a plan no. coming into this draft. No, that, that, that's my problem with the whole thing. Is it doesn't feel like they realize, they don't realize that you have to trade Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and start over. Yeah. They really do think that somehow they can win with them. Mm-hmm. Like that team's broken. I think, yeah, it's it's broke and it needs fixing. And to get some value, you've got to get rid of your most valuable pieces. Yeah, I mean, you you almost have to do what Detroit did. They they, they Detroit said, we can't go any further with Matthew Stafford. Yep, let's get rid of him now while he still has value, mm-hmm. and start working towards a rebuild. It's uh, I don't know what to uh, what to think about Atlanta, especially because because in Atlanta, especially if you think about this, right? You're in the NFC South. 
Let's say the Bucks are good for another season or two. Yeah, another two right. seasons. Let's say the Saints fall off the face of the earth. Yeah. You're not that far from um, – you're not that far, cause Carolina, cause Carolina Car- ain't in. Yeah, Carolina. They still in a kind of like rebuild mode. Yeah. Uh, so it's like it's not like you can't hit. Like it's not like you can't if you do if you, you draft know, well if, you can't be if, if you draft well you could definitely be a Washington or a New York where your record is not great but it could get you a wild card. Yep. Playoff game. And then you will be the better team in the long haul, not too far from now. Yeah. But yeah, by drafting Kyle Pitts, it's like, it's 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 great because he's gonna be one of those players. He's gonna be like how like Tony Gonzalez was yeah, in Kansas yeah. City, or uh, Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates in San Diego. Or I'm just saying, as far as like a player who is extremely talented, but because there's really nothing around him, they're just gonna be a talented player on a bad team. On a bad team. Yeah. It, it, it didn't make sense to draft him without a. Clear, concise plan mm-hmm. to making your team better. He doesn't really make Atlanta better as much as you know you would like him to. You know, it's it's kind of like how I drafted Trevor Lawrence. He does make them a little bit better, mm-hmm. but that whole defense that got them, you know, a couple years ago, that's gone. So yeah. you have to rebuild that, and you have to rebuild an offense. Yep. So yeah, that's a it's it's I can't fault you for taking the best player. At that position, but you could have made some different moves yeah. for your overall long-term health in the division. Yeah. Uh, so some of the teams. One thing I kind of did like was I like what the Jets did. Yes. Uh, they took a quarterback, and then they did what you, and they did what you're supposed to do when you take a quarterback. You draft an offensive lineman after that. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So they took Zach Wilson, and now they got they drafted um, the guy at USC. Yeah, Elijah, Elijah Vera, Vera Tucker. Tucker. Yeah. So now that left side, right? You got Elijah Vera Tucker, who's most likely going to be at the guard spot, and you got that mountain of a man, Makai Becton. Yep. Uh, who just been who just mauls people. So now his left, his blind side is covered. Is covered. You know what I mean? And so now you can go. You know, after this year, you can possibly say, okay, can we trade out and do what the Chiefs did and say we'll trade this pick mm-hmm. for an All Pro. Linemen, yeah, you know, like that. That's those again. Those, those are like what the Chiefs did. That's a, that's a move that says we don't need to be in this position. Yeah. So let's get rid of it and get a player for it, and think about what we'll do in the second, third, fourth, fifth round. Yep. If we don't need anything in the first round, or if there's something where it's like there's a better player who we can get through a trade, let's just do that. Mm-hmm. Those are those types of moves that the Jets, the Dolphins, Eagles. Like when they all made those, you know, three team deals. First of all, that shocked me. The Cowboys and the yeah. Eagles <laughs> helping but, each other out. But it was all about the, the health of the organization overall. Yeah. I, the Falcons missed that, and the Raiders missed that. Where yeah. it was like, we're just kind of making a pick to make a pick, and we're not thinking about long term mm-hmm. divisional, you know, planning. Yeah. Like that, that's any draft: football, basketball, baseball. Soccer, whatever. You go into a draft thinking, what can we either get for this pick or who is available that we need? Right. And there's just those two teams, I feel like, kind of ignored that philosophy. Yeah. And just kind of, you know, threw something at the board. What do you think about, um, so obviously the big mystery of the draft was the 49ers, right? They yeah. moved up to number three. And everybody and they gaslit everybody. I think they was getting Matt Jones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they was like, well, he go here. Well, they, are they in love with this dude? Well, 
Turns out they took Trey Lance, the yep. guy who took what? No snaps last year. Played like no. His season got canceled. Yeah, season got canceled. I think they only played like one yeah. game. So they they took him, and now it's one of those things where it's like okay. I he has a high upside. I envision him kind of like a um, a Jared Allen. Okay. Um, just raw talent. Needs work, mm-hmm. but in you mean, you mean Josh Allen or Josh Allen? Yeah, yeah, Josh Allen. Raw talent needs work, but if you coach him up, he can be good. Yeah. Um, now Josh Allen had to learn on the job. Yeah. You have Jimmy Garoppolo. If the 49ers can stay healthy, yeah, it's a big if. I think you can slowly bring him along. Yeah. If Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt again, you have to throw him in. Got to go. Yeah. Man, like imagine being Jimmy Garoppolo. He's at Alex Smith right now. Yeah, you. It's, I'm just. It's funny how a guy can go from being like the, the hottest ticket in town. I remember everybody wanted Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, everybody wanted Jimmy Garoppolo. They traded for him, and then it's like, like it's one of those things where I guess like when you uh, when you see a car on TV, right? Yeah. Like man, you know, you, like, like like for me, yep. my favorite car commercial is always the is the Matthew McConaughey commercial, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. the Lincoln oh, commercial. Yeah. You like you can you, it's like you see like oh cool Matthew McConaughey smooth with it. And then you get it in person, you see it in person, you go. And you see, yeah. a, and you see a Lincoln car, you're kind of like, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Like, <laughs> I could definitely do better. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what happened with San Francisco. Like yeah. they got Jimmy Garoppolo. And, for cheap. And for he, he was cheap. And well, he no, still is. No, they paid him. They paid him a lot. Remember, he was yeah, briefly right. the highest right. paid player. Briefly. Right. Um, and it's like they won Super Bowl. To me, almost uh, despite him, because he really didn't do that. But he was just handing the ball off. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I think that's that's what. I, I can see why Kyle Shanahan chose a Trey Lance. I need a guy who's got a big arm. Yeah. I mean, half the reason why they lost is because Jimmy Garoppolo was missing downfield. Mm-hmm. Like, he just was just missing downfield. Maybe he closed his eyes in the Super Bowl one time? Yeah. Because he just so yeah, if you close your eyes throwing the ball, my guy. You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, <laughs> I, 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 it, it's, it's a risk, but it, it's the same risk that the Bills took yep. with a little bit more insurance in Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I like it too. Now, obviously, when the, when it comes to all the quarterbacks, because that's what because that's what the draft is always comes down to. It always comes down to the quarterbacks, right? Yeah. And it's gonna in this draft, all five got taken. Yep. It's who who landed in the best position, right? Because now you got you got you got a, tre- a Trevor Lawrence who's gonna be in Jacksonville with a new head coach. I love Urban Meyer, but he's never coached in the pros. Yep. And it's a different animal. Chip Kelly found that out. Chip Kelly found it's that out. Nick Saban found that out. Nick Saban found it out. It's not the same, right? Now you got Trey Lance going to be able to sit behind yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo, we think, unless they, he gets they, hurt. If, if Jimmy doesn't get hurt, right. I think Trey Lance can have an opportunity to grow and develop his game. You got Justin Fields, who's, who's going, to be, going, going to be in Chicago, most likely starter day one. Yep. And, and, and he's going to have probably the most pressure as far as Needing to be able to produce because Chicago made the playoffs last year. Yes, they, they've made two playoffs. Yeah, so in, in the past three, three years. Yeah, so, so it's not like you you go into a team and they brought Allen Robinson back. He's gonna yeah. he gonna have some weapons, so yeah. it's not like he's coming back to a team depleted. Like yeah. he's gonna come back to a team that all right in a, in a, in a, in NFC North that's currently in in he, in limbo. He's Aaron got Robinson. a situation that was similar to Tua walking in mm-hmm, to, Miami. to Miami, where it was like it's a pretty. Good team. Yeah, there's not a lot lacking. Yeah, it just needs better quarterback. Play. Yep. So he's gonna have the most pressure, and then you got obviously Zach Wilson, 
who's going into New York. New York hasn't had a good quarterback since Joe Namath. Yep. Uh, going to be a lot of pressure there. Your head coach is a defensive-minded head coach, Robert Sala. Yeah. Um, so – that you know, so that's you know that's yeah, the situation. So. And then you got Mac Jones and and, and yeah. New England. And yeah. New England just did probably have the best off season of anybody. It's not yeah. everybody named Mama. So they're no longer and and all the guys who opted out are gonna come. Yeah. So I, I think in terms of who's in the best position getting drafted, I think it's Justin Fields. Okay. Because that is a playoff ready defense and a pretty playoff ready offense. Mm-hmm. The only issue is that he's got to get his head around you know a, a Matt Nagy, mm-hmm. Andy Reid style. Offense, yeah. which is a lot of verbiage and a lot of moving pieces. Yeah, and he has to be able to his progressive. He, he has some glaring holes now. There's a yeah. reason why he failed. He yeah. there's some very stuff that he needs reads. Yeah, and stuff like they definitely needs to be able to um, uh, fix that. But you think he's in the best spot? I think he's in the best spot. Um, Zach Wilson, he's got time to grow, so there's no pressure on him to perform. Mm-hmm. But it's also one of those things where it's, it's New York, and they're going to chew him alive. Yeah, if he if he's just like. They have like one bad game. Yeah, they're gonna chew him up. Yeah, for no reason. Nope. Because I don't, I don't think of anybody on the offensive side who's like a clear cut, like stud offensively mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who, who do they have on offense? I'm trying to think. Got a pretty decent offensive line, but that's about it. Yeah. Pretty actually, no. I changed that. I take that back. They don't have a good offensive line because every time I watch Sam Darnold tape, his feet were all over the place because somebody was coming. Yeah. So I take that back. They don't have a good offense. Yeah. Hopefully the left side will be assured now. Yeah. The left side's better. Yeah. But that offensive line needed a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they they run off to all grow together. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not a bad situation. But that's just one where you have to keep your eye on it. Um, Trey Lance is in an okay situation. Yeah, because he depending, got play. Depending on the health of the starting quarterback. Yeah. Um, and what was that draft in the first? Yeah, Mac Jones and Mac Lincoln. Jones and, and I'm, I'm still, I like him. I think he. Had, I think Mac Jones landed in the best spot. Yeah. I'm still skeptical about the Patriots mm-hmm. because they still didn't get a lot of good wide receivers. Mm-hmm. They got tight ends. Mm-hmm. They didn't get a lot of good wide receivers, in my opinion. No. Who is so? Who is their main receiver? Is it still? <sighs> What's his name? What they bring in? Did they bring? They, they, they bring in somebody? I don't know if they brought in anybody. Else. They brought in home tight end from Tennessee. Yeah, John o. Smith. Uh, I don't know if they brought in any elite receivers. Yeah, I don't think they brought yeah. in any elite receivers. That, that's 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 my thing is that you need an elite wide receiver. Yeah, tight end combination. That's what you need. And they don't have the elite wide receiver. The run game, those guys are okay. Um, I still think that offense has a lot of work that needs to be done. So Mac Jones, he's in an okay position. Um, I I think he'll he'll take Cam Newton's job. Damn. I think he will. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cam's kind of washed. Think so? I think, think it's over for Cam. I, I think it's over. He had too many injuries. Yeah. I think so too. And so. Yeah, I think he's done. I think he's done. Um, Jimmy is probably going to go the same way if he gets injured again. That's yeah. It. Yeah, he's done. Um. Now, one thing that you did bring up off air that we got to talk about now is my Denver Broncos. Oh yeah. As everybody knows, we uh, right before the draft, we traded for Teddy Bridgewater. To my surprise, yeah, I did not think I knew that we weren't going to take a quarterback because I knew that we were set in stone on Drew Locke. But I was, but we, but by us drafting Teddy Bridgewater lets me know that we're not too comfortable with Drew Locke. 
Uh, I was rooting. I wanted us to take. Because um, our defense is starting to get built up really quickly again. Yeah, the, the defense. The defense is in a good position. Yeah, because we have our secondary. We got, we got we brought in Kyle Fuller from Chicago. Yep. We have probably one of the top three, four safeties in the league, Justin Simmons, and now we got our uh, another corner. A day one. Yeah. In set. So our defense we, is getting built up extremely quickly again. Yep. Um, now people said we should have took a quarterback. And I don't agree. And this is how I feel about it, right? Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, number one, gone. Yep. Zach Wilson, gone. Gone. Trey Lance, the most who had the most upside, gone. So now you're left with Justin Fields, and you're left with Mac Jones, right? Yep. Mac Jones to me was just one of those things where it's like, it was either you love him, you love him, and there was there yep. no in between. Either you liked them. It was like okay, or you just like nah, I don't see it. Yeah, I, I'm not a Mac Jones hater. I yeah. just think that you definitely have to provide him with some decent yeah. weapons. Well, yeah, I mean, plus it's easy to look good when you're throwing it to two guys who are drafted in the top ten. Yeah, I mean, so I'm not. I, I don't want to hold that against him as if yeah. oh no, it was all there. Like no, he hit them when he needed. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just the fact that you're gonna draft him in the AFC West mm-hmm. that has. Chris Jones and guys like that. Mm-hmm. He's not great off schedule. Mm-hmm. So why would the Broncos want a guy who's not really that great? Right. If guys like Chris Jones are coming at you, yeah, and eating you alive. Right. And he got you got Justin Fields who probably had the most. Uh, uh, obviously, he probably he probably the, physically was probably the best quarterback. Yeah. But as far as like glaring weaknesses, he probably had the most glaring weaknesses of all the five quarterbacks. Yeah. So if you're Denver and you're like, all right, what do we want to do? Do we want to like roll the dice on another quarterback? Yeah. You mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Uh Brock Osweiler. Yep. Uh Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch. Uh now we dropped the Drew Lock. We had Trevor Simeon before that. Yeah. And now we got Drew Lock. So and and in between there we brought in Joe Flacco. Yeah, uh, we've been bringing on a bunch. We just traded for Teddy Bridgewater. It's yeah. been like a quarterback carousel. It's been a, it's been a, and so the Broncos had to stop that. Yeah, you're turning into the Browns if you start doing. Yeah, that. and so it's it's time to start looking at the other positions that you can fill. Yeah, until maybe a quarterback comes along who really catches your eye. Yeah, so one of the things where it's like okay, either we. We finish off the defense. Like, let's just finish it off, right? Yeah. We're just, okay, we're going to, secondary is going to be solidified. We do play, like you said, we play in the AFC West. Last time I checked, one Sunday you got Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Another Sunday you got Justin Herbert. Yep. Another Sunday you got Derek Carr. Like, we don't, we can't afford to just have anybody back there. You can't. You know what <laughs> I mean? We, we got to so solidify the defense. Because right now, on paper, we probably got, in my opinion, in my opinion, the best defense in the AFC West now. Um, the Chiefs didn't they, they made some good some, some things, but yeah. like they got exposed in Super Bowl. Their defense yeah. was not good at all. Yeah. Um San Diego, San Diego got some good pieces, but Darwin James is never healthy. They did just draft Asante Samuel Jr. Yep. If if if, yeah, if so, and, and overall, when you look at the AFC West, although it's a lot of high powered offenses, yeah, the defenses like beat each other up. Yeah. So you you have a, a war of attrition in the AFC West. And you're not gonna win it with a with a secondary that's got a lot of holes in it. Yeah. And they already got some offensive weapons last draft. Mm-hmm. So it was, like you said, it was time to go ahead and say let's focus on the defense. Yep. Try to fill up those holes. You also have to find a Von Miller replacement here soon. Yeah. I think we're gonna keep him. I don't see us trading him or cutting him. I think he's gonna be here for to keep him. He was just hurt before that. He had like eight sacks. So we'll see. It's not that he's falling off. Yeah. But it's one of those situations. He's got a legal situation I know of. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's. I don't know if that's still pending. I think it may have been dropped. 
That's well, yeah, but it was there. It was there. It was there. So um, yeah, baby mama drama. Oh, yeah, it, it was, was it was terrible. It was, I was I was worried for Von Miller. It, it was ugly. Um, um, but you still have to find uh, an eventual replacement for him. Um, I think Shane Ray from Mizzou. He's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Bradley Chubb. Got a Chubb. Mm-hmm. So it's coming back together. Yeah. Um, I think now for the Broncos, it is just consistent quarterback play. We need some O line, man. And an O line and you know skill positions like if if Drew Locke just becomes consistent, yeah. I think he can hold you over until I agree. Until I agree. you find someone you like. Yeah, I agree. If we if we can just get him consistent, I agree. I think he definitely hold us over. But one team who did something that they normally do is the uh, Packers. They took a, a, a cornerback. Now, based off the the, the uh, based off the uh, NFC Championship game and what the, and the, the poor performance given by Kevin King, well, I don't blame them. But it pissed him. I, I know Aaron Rodgers was not looking at the driver going really another defensive player. Yeah. Can I get some? Can I get some help on the offensive yeah. side of the ball? So that kind of leads me to the next thing is Aaron Rodgers pretty much not verbally. He's not. He himself has not came out and I want to. I want to know he has not himself came yeah. out and like I went out of Green Bay. Yeah, he hasn't said it. He. I just saw a report that said he would rather have the GM leave than him leave. Right, so he want Brian Gunkis? Gunkis? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that ain't happening. That's not happening. Uh, but that's that's where he's at. And like you said, he hasn't he hasn't demanded a trade. Yeah. He's only floated the idea that he won't be staying yeah. in Green Bay. Yeah. So with that being said, it's kind of like the second season in a row where we may have another big Time quarterback go from one team to another. Tom Brady did it last year, yeah. and Aaron Rodgers may do it this year. Worked out for TV twelve. It, really, it worked out. I uh, think though, to be fair to Tom Brady, he made the smartest decision in going to a team mm-hmm. that all they needed was a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Everyone agreed that that defense was playoff ready. Yes, I was skeptical about the offense. They proved me wrong. Those guys. Stepped up when yeah. Tom Brady came. Why did the offense legit? You got Mike Evans, you got Chris Godwin. I was expecting yeah. him, yeah. Um, so he, he made the smartest decision. I think the problem for Aaron Rodgers is that there's not a lot of teams set up like Tampa. Yeah. And he's under contract, too, so it yeah. has to be traded. It has to be traded. And Green Bay is not trading. So I guess it's one of the things where it's like, all right, if you're Green Bay, because let's, let's just think about this, right? It, to me... It has not. It has. It has been no secret, because reporters have said this. Plenty of people have said this. So Green Bay cannot be caught off the guard. The fact that they have not done enough on the offensive side of the ball for Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Right. It took them a long time to get rid of Mike McCarthy. Yep. He brought in Lafleur. Yep. Uh, Stephen A. Smith likes to call him Mike Lafleur. And nothing's changed. You're just you're getting to the NFC Championship game, and you're getting sent up out of there. Like nothing has nothing drastically has changed for the Packers. The only young guy I like on that team is Alan Lazard. And if I'm the GM of the Packers, I'm trading Alan Lazard. Yeah. No offense to him, but you're an asset at this point. You're good enough that I can trade you. I trade him and Valdez Skinley. Yeah. Like like they're good enough that they that they have value. Yeah. And you need that. Yeah. So you can say, hey. Go to the Bears. Yeah, I want Allen Robinson Jr. Here's Lazard, and mm-hmm. like, you could do that. Yeah, but they haven't. And it's one of the things where, because they said that a lot of NFL players may adopt the, the NBA mentality, which is like, look, man, the, like, like the effort you guys are giving is not good enough. 
Yeah. So clearly, Green Bay is one of those teams where far too long. And Seattle, to me, is the same. Way. Fell, fell into this. They've been turning up a little bit lately, trying to bring some people in. But they were like this for a little minute too, where it's like they've been kind of just like. Well, we got well, Aaron Rodgers, so that's enough. Juxtapose that to what just happened with the Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. Chiefs lost the Super Bowl to bad O-line play. Yeah. And that offseason, they And not a good defense. The, a defense that was not good enough to yeah. overcome that. They immediately went out and said, these are the things we have to fix. And they started fixing it. Mm-hmm. Green Bay and Seattle, to an extent, never went and plugged the holes Mm-mm. that they had. And they, like, Kansas City, to their credit, said, the whole O-line is getting revamped. Yeah. And so with, with the whole thing with the Packers, there's one thing where it's like, okay, you haven't drafted a first-round offensive talent since, I believe, the early 2000s, when Brett Favre was there. Yep. Um, well, they've been relying on Aaron Rodgers for way too long. Yeah. So I don't blame him for saying, hey, look, you know what? Cool. Y'all want to do what y'all do? Y'all want to draft all these cornerbacks that y'all not developing? Uh that's great, yeah. But uh, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't blame. I don't blame NFL players for taking power into their own hands. I, I, it, it's the same reason why I was okay with Deshaun Watson doing what he did, where he felt like Bill O'Brien screwed this team up. And I need to get out of here. Yeah, that's fair to me. Tom Brady made the smartest decision in leaving the Patriots. They had no, no offensive talent. None. Zero. You had to go. Yeah. Uh, and you're, man, it's one of those things. You, you, you know what's funny? You, re, you really don't realize how bad a team is until you play with them in Madden. Yes. And you go, this who team, are who are these dudes? Who can I throw it to? Like, <laughs> man. Like, uh, uh, I remember I was playing, I think, Madden 20. Yeah. And I, the only franchise mode was you could be a QB. Yeah. And I got drafted by the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And that's when I'm like, there's nobody on this team that can catch. <laughs> nobody can catch on this team. Like in the game, I would throw it to dudes wide open mm-hmm. with a little bit of like a, a little bit of separation. Because yep. that's how it is in the NFL. And they just dropping everything. I'm like, oh my God, the Raiders are this bad. Yes. They are. They're horrible. Terrible. Flat out, flat out. <laughs> and, and and I think quarterbacks are getting to that point where it's like, I can't keep trying to drag. It's harder to drag it in a 22-man roster than it is in basketball to drag, you know, a roster. Yeah. Because you, you usually have five guys mm-hmm. who, you can, who you really need to drag along. Yes. In football, I can't drag both offensive linemen along. They have a different job than I do. Yes. And a completely different job. I can't drag the defensive line along. There's a, I, can't, I, I am not on the field when the defense is on the field. So Aaron Rodgers is out there, and they're getting you know tapped by by the Buccaneers. I mean, who was what's the what's the white dude number ten? Uh, for who? Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller. Yep. I mean, when he is wide open. Yeah. At the end of the second quarter. Yeah, that was embarrassing. Shout out to Kevin King. He's getting his lunch. Yeah. Hey. I don't know who had a bad. Who was worse this postseason, Kevin King or uh, Bashad uh, Breland? For the for the Chiefs, who got annihilated. Yeah, yeah they both got torched. They both got torched. I I still think it was Rashad King because I think he was he just came back from injury. Kevin, Kevin. Yeah, oh, Kevin King. Mm-hmm. I think he like just came back from injury and they plugged him in the lineup. Okay, I didn't know that. And then it was just like, well, great, I'm back and I'm useless. <laughs> 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 He's like, I'm back and I'm useless. Dang. 
Yeah. Uh, it, it was bad. Like they were yeah. they, they were killing that second that yeah. second half. So where do you think he should go? Honestly, again, he has to be traded. But like yeah. where like where do you think is a good spot for if he like where where, where should he want to land? Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I think the most realistic decent spot would be Washington. Oh, I didn't think about them. Um, that's a good spot. Yeah, that's 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 probably the best spot. That's a good spot. Because they're an up and coming team, and I think he raises he raises the ceiling yeah. for that team if he goes there. Yeah, they don't really have a quarterback. No, I don't think. No, they got um. Who they brought in? They brought in uh. Who is their quarterback? Oh, um, can't think of his name right now. But Aron Rivera. I mean, it's it's a defensive minded head coach. Who's the quarterback? Let me check. Because they don't. Because obviously Alex Smith retired. Uh, they let Haskins go. It's 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 not a strong division. That's no? why I, I would go. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh yeah. They brought him. Uh, Ryan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ryan up to Green Bay. <laughs> and I said like I was thinking New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. That's the other um, uh, I couldn't. I'm trying to think of another spot that we. I would uh, Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Same division. <laughs> My brother and I were texting about that because. Mm-hmm. What about if, if Aaron Rodgers went to the Vikings? Mm. Green Bay would burn. Like Brett Favre. Did. <sighs> Green Bay would burn. Yeah. But because it's one of the things where it's like, all right, because if I'm. If I'm Packers, I trade him to the to, to the Vikings. I'm taking Justin Jefferson. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm not gonna leave you. I'm not just gonna trade you to the Vikings and give you Justin. Jefferson. He just he, or he can just stay there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I can just kill us. Nah. Uh, so I'm trying to think. I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen in the division. Nah. In the NFC North, that's not happening. Nah, I don't see that happening either. I like that Washington move though. Washington or the Saints are the most realistic. Yeah. Like, I, like those are the most Cleveland? realistic options. I know they love Baker. I'm just saying, like you, you could get, you, you, you could get, uh, you can, you Cleveland or Pittsburgh, right? You, you, I know, yeah. you, I know you like Ben. Yeah. I know you like Baker, but if you Cleveland, like, no, no, no. So I don't like Ben Roethlisberger. Right. I, I'm, I mean, either. I'm, I'm 100. I'm out on the train of Big Ben needs to retire, retire, mm-hmm. and the, the the Steelers would be better off. Yeah. Moving on from him. I'm surprised they didn't let him retire. I'm surprised. They, I'm surprised they didn't like had like, hey Ben, look, check this out. We can play this two ways. Either you can retire or we can release you. Yeah. Either way, you're not playing this year. You're not playing this. Like you, like, <laughs> I like the Najee Harris pickup. I didn't. They're not. I, they're I, not as close to, the, to to. First of all, I understand they had like the worst rushing attack. Yeah. I get that. And I understand their O-line. To me, their O-line needed more help. It does. They definitely should have drafted an O-line. I was not a fan of the, the Najee Harris pick. I, I, like, he, I, I like it only because you need to get someone else besides Cromier. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all just opposed against the fact that uh, what we're saying of Big Ben, his contract hurts the team and his play hurts the team. Yeah, it's, he's just not good enough. He was flat out terrible against the Browns in the playoffs. But if you're like if you're if you're uh, Aaron Rodgers, you get sent to Pittsburgh. You got some weapons you can yep. throw it to. Uh, if you go to Cleveland, you definitely got weapons. You got you can weapons, throw it to. and you have pretty decent defense. Yeah. So I would love to see a maybe make up. And if you Green Bay, you can get Baker. Mate, you got a young quarterback. You you the, the you got Jordan Love, but you know still the, the 
the trade to the Browns makes the most sense if you can do a quarterback for quarterback. Yeah. And a couple picks probably from the Browns. Yes. Aaron Rodgers has more value. Right. But I don't I don't know if that, if that's going to happen. I mean, I know Aaron Rodgers probably wants out of the NFC in general. I don't, think he, wants, I don't, I don't think he wants to face Tom Brady again. Not like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. I don't see. I think he's competitive. I think he probably want to go to to warmer weather. Yeah, I can see him want to go to like, you know, like a Las Vegas. What about uh, um, so Vegas? What about Arizona? Nah, they're not giving up Kyler Murray. They like him. They're not giving up Kyler. I wouldn't either. He's, he's the future. He's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll see. But uh, yeah, I I hundred percent get why he wants to leave. I think it's just hard to imagine a decent trade. Yeah. That. Green Bay would do. I, I'm not in the mind of, of the GM, but you have to ask for an arm and a leg for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And well, how many teams are gonna, you know, jump at that right now? Like, so yeah. Washington and the Saints might be the only teams who are like at the front of the line. Yeah. Which I would like. I would. I think Vegas see. would do that. I think Vegas would jump. Vegas, Aaron Vegas might. But then I don't know. I don't, they don't. I don't think that's what he would. I, I think he would go to warm weather, but I don't know what type of he, weapons he, they would have. He did. Say he would prefer the AFC West. Okay. Um, he said that. He, I, I remember an art, I remember reading an article saying he would like to go to the AFC West. Okay. So that that is Broncos, Raiders. Those are the teams who would. Yeah, be at Broncos. The front of that I know line. we were. Yeah, we in a, I know we in a few stakes for him. Yeah. So those are the teams that would be at the front of the line for him. Mm-hmm. If you went to the Saints, that would be a team that'd be also I think front of the line. Although they haven't really given an indication that they want to trade. Nah, because uh, they, cause they're, 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 they're dead set on, on uh, Taysom Hill and, uh, and James Winston. James Winston. I'm more low on both of them. I'm low on both. Than they I'm, are, but who I'm, knows? I'm low on both, but I'm higher on on James Winston because I watched uh, Taysom take over, and it just wasn't good. Yeah. It was bad football Yeah, when he was playing. <laughs> it wasn't good. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes, but finally trying to get to the NBA. Yeah. Let's get to it. Obviously, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of a lot of things have taken place. Jason Taylor dropped sixty points. LeBron James' return. Yeah. Uh, the Suns are the official number one seed. Yeah. A lot of stuff uh, is Mellow's back. Mellow's back. A lot, a lot of stuff has taken place. But let's get into some more of the more interesting things. Uh, first one to kick off with Kevin Love. Yeah. Um, Kevin Love. Had a game yesterday where he played 22 minutes and took zero shots against the Wizards. Uh, I don't know if Kevin Love knows this, but uh, when you get paid as much, when you're the highest paid player on the team, it's probably good to at least take a shot. Something. Be aggressive in general. Right. Just don't be out there floating. Yeah. And and Kevin Love is a classic case of what happens when the, when be careful what you wish for. Yep. You want you asked you you were the man in Minnesota. You weren't winning, but you were the man. Yep. You were getting all the accolades, right? You you were getting he selected was an all-star. for all star, getting selected for all NBA teams, was getting selected for Olympic teams. You go from there. You ask for the trade to go to Cleveland, and you win a championship. But really, this Cleveland run is is pretty much. I would say I would go as far as say he was on track to being a Hall of Famer. Before Cleveland. Before yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. To me, since his his Cleveland tenure, has, I don't think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm I out. Know. He hasn't I, been good to me yeah, in about no. half a decade. I, I was thinking about it when you texted me about it, and I said, this either says two things about Kevin Love to me, 
one, he was not as good as we thought he was, mm-hmm. or two, he was that good, and the fall off is just, I don't know, we don't know how low it can go at this point. Yeah. Like, I'm scared to say that he was not as good as we thought he was, because there were, there were some seasons there where he was putting up points. Double-double machine. I mean, he, he, he was good. Yeah. But all of a sudden, it's not like he just lost all his drive. Yeah. And I don't know if it was like he, because my thing was, all right, my, his excuse used to be, or people excuse to be, well, you know, he had to play third fiddle to LeBron and Kyrie. Now you don't have to. What? I don't even like that excuse because Chris Boss played third fiddle, but he was he was a he was a microwave. He, yeah. he was he was the the Draymond Green mm-hmm. to the Kyrie or to the uh, Clay and and KD. Yeah. He was just all over the place. Played hustling. great defense and his three point shot got. He was hustling. Out. Yeah. And I, Kevin Love, I, I never saw that hustle even when Kevin Love got there. Yeah. He wasn't the hustle that you needed. J.R. Smith became your hustler. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's, it sucks because I was a fan of his coming out of high school. Yeah. I was a fan of his at UCLA. Fan of his in Minnesota. Fan of his in Minnesota. And it's just one of those things where you, like, when you go to, when you go to these teams, right, when you go to these mega teams, yep. right, you you need to know, first of all, make sure your game lines up with theirs. Yep. Don't just go to a team because it's stacked with a talent. Yep. Right? That, that's, that's 100%. I think Blake Griffin made that mistake going to the Nets where I don't I don't feel like his game lines up with what the Nets need. Mm. In in the same vein, Kevin Love went to a team where he's a small five of stretch four, but LeBron doesn't really need a small he they, they don't play a small ball game when you when you have a LeBron team. Yeah. He a LeBron team has bigs mm-hmm. and big bigs. Like that's what that's what they need. Yeah. Like, like he realized that when he left Cleveland, is that I need actual centers. Yeah. And and and, and, and uh, an athletic stretch four in AD. Kevin Love isn't those things. Never really was. He was a stretch four, but he wasn't athletic. Well, Kevin Love first of all, he was a stretch four because he was forced to become one in Cleveland. Yeah. Kevin Love was one of those players where he needed the ball. Yeah. Right. Because the when he got to Cleveland, they thought, all right, we can we can. Throw the ball down to Kevin Love. He can get us a basket. He can eat the boards up. But then we realize, wait, we don't beat you. Actually, we can't have you down there because we got Kyrie and LeBron. Yep. And they both need to be able to go downhill and operate. So you need to be able to come step out. And Kevin Love, no offense to Kevin Love, Kevin Love 15 feet out is absolutely and utterly useless. Very useless. He's, I, he's out in space too often. Yeah. Defensively, he's, I mean, Steph, they thought – he could cover Steph one year. And Steph made them rethink that entire game plan. Yeah, because he had that one little... It was that little sequence at the end of the 2016 finals where he was like... Steph was dancing. He stayed in front of him. But yeah, after that, yeah. That was, just yeah. A, that was like a, a one-time thing. That was a one-time thing. They had to change that game plan entirely. Yep. When KD got there. Because again, he, he's just kind of a liability. He can't cover point guards very well. And more athletic big men, you know, kind of bully him around. Yeah. And he just seems to, I don't know, he seems to be going through the motions. His trade value has fell to the oh, bottom. He's, he's, I don't think he should be a starter no, on a, on a, on a, no. on a, because first of all, from here on out, he, wherever he goes, he needs to be on a contending team. He doesn't need to be on a, no. uh, he doesn't appear to me to be a great, uh, I, he's a nice dude. For everything I've seen, he's a nice yeah, dude. Cool guy. But I don't really get the vibe that he's like, he's not like a, like, when it comes to veteran mentorship, you want a guy to me who's who's a bit of like a uh, 
Like, he's more of a reserved guy to me. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that, that's one of the reasons why I, I kind of like Chris Paul wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. Because he's going to, you know, lead people. Yeah, no doubt. So, at, at, at this stage in his career, he's how many years in the league now? Who? Uh, Kevin Love. He got drafted in 08. So, this would be his 13th season? This is your 13th season. Mm-hmm. You should be the guy that other people are coming to asking for. How do we do this? Yeah. How do we, you know, come together? How do we, you know, how do we rally when we're down? Like mm-hmm. that should be your role. Yeah. But he's not any of that. Like he hasn't. Oh, doesn't he appear to be? He could be, but he, I just he, haven't heard anything. I haven't. Well, I mean, I remember all the chemistry issues that came out of Cleveland while he was there. Where yeah. It was like he just didn't fit. Yeah. And yeah. I don't. I don't know where else he fits right now. And I remember there was some noise about Colin Sexton his first year there, and obviously. Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah. kind of left off the drive. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. But it just doesn't look like he's engaged with the, with Cleveland. Yeah. He's not engaged with Cleveland. I wouldn't be surprised if if he's de- this is definitely his last season in Cleveland. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if he just retires. I wouldn't be. Either. I don't. I just don't see him. I don't see the draw. I don't. I don't see it. No, I don't see it. You know, maybe he needs to go somewhere and be rejuvenated. Um, I, I don't know. But if if I'm Cleveland, this is the last year. The Kevin Love. I know Cleveland's pissed that they even gave him that contract. I didn't get it when they. I didn't get it when they do. I would let him walk. I would. I would just be like, all right, we had a nice run, we won the title. It is what it is. Once Kyrie and and um, LeBron LeBron left, there was no need to keep it. No, he had shown nothing. Nothing. He had shown you nothing that says let's bring him back. Yeah, or let's make him the main focus of our team. No. Um, So like like I said, it remains to be seen. It sucks that how this is how he's kind of going out. But hey, it is what it is. At least he leaves healthier. Yeah, at least guys. yeah, yeah. Most guys have to retire because they're so yeah, banged up. Yeah. So he, he's had some knickknack injuries over the last couple of years, but for me, it's just I don't think up here he's there. No. Well, you remember he he's also been on that mental health yeah, yeah. thing. So yeah. I, I, I imagine that he's probably burnt out. Yeah. And that that might be that might lead to some of the performance issues. Yeah. But may, maybe it's it's one of those situations where I I take a year year or two off. Maybe I come back. Yeah, possibly if somebody wants him. Yeah, just uh, to see. Um, speaking of not being able to end the way you want to, let's transition to Al Iverson. Yeah. Al Iverson, who if he, if you ever had a question about Al Iverson, he was he always gave you the answer. Uh, Twenty four years ago, he won Rookie of the Year, and just kind of reflecting on his career is Al Iverson was weird. Yep. Let me tell you why it was weird for me. Um, I was like I said, growing up. I was never a small enough guy, so I was never a guard. So I never related to Al Iverson. And his teams were never that great. No. So I never had a reason to root for him. And in fact, my favorite guards growing up, really, well, at least scoring guards, were Kobe and Gilbert Arenas. Yep. Um, that's who I kind of drifted toward uh, more. And I always got a gunslinger vibe from him. Yeah, like, that's, that's to, fair. To hell with everybody else, I'm going to get mine. And well, I think... Um... SB Nation mm-hmm. did a kind of a they have a ringless series and they had one on Iverson mm-hmm. and originally he was a point guard but they had to move him to shooting guard mm-hmm. because of what you're talking about that like gunslinger mentality like yeah. he was not a really great point guard yeah and the thing about Allen Iverson that's kind of frustrating is I hate one thing I don't like about the NFL not NFL one thing I hate about NBA players who are in television is I hate how 
I hate revisionist history. Yep, I hate that too. I and I hate that. how they how like they think that like one like two things can be true. You can be a great player, and you can also be a guy you can't win a championship with. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like both of those things can be combined. They think that people are like people be hating on Iverson. You know, they, they it's like they never the Sixers never did this. Sixers never did that. It's like wait a minute. I, the Sixers I, gave him they gave him Larry Brown. Yep. And he couldn't make that work. Yep. Right. Um, they 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 brought in veteran uh, big men. Yeah. And, and they 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 completely um, tried to bolster their their roster with 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 you know. The things that he couldn't do. Yeah, and they actually drafted pretty well. Like they, they drafted Corver. Yeah. All these guys were drafted wide receiver. Corver, Andre Iguodala, yeah. and Lou Williams. Yeah. So they actually were like they were drafted They're pretty well. Game, yeah. yeah. they were drafting pretty well. Um, I think they didn't. I want to say, I could be wrong. Did they draft? Did they draft Drew Holiday? I don't know if he was. I don't know if they drafted Drew Holiday while he was there. But I think he he. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think with Drew Holiday drafted by the Sixers, but like I say to say that I'm not buying an excuse, right? The Philadelphia actually did something that you rarely see. When they went to the finals in 2001, they actually constructed they 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 did what Baltimore did for uh, for Lamar Jackson. Yep. They they structured their I've rarely seen a team do this, but they structured their team to fit him. Yes. Every single other player. Who um, every single other player who uh, who played for them that year, whether it was Aaron McKee, I think who won Sixth Man of the Year that year, yeah, uh, Tyrone Hill, George, uh, George Lynch, like all the other players that they had, even their big man, they had Theo Ratliff that year, but they traded him, they brought him to Kimby Mutombo, yeah. they brought in all guys. They're like, all right, Iverson, all you gotta do is score, yeah. Everybody else, they'll play. They'll they'll guard the best players. They'll rebound. They'll do all the dirty work. I've rarely seen teams do that. I feel like teams more teams should do that. But that lets you know that they tried. They tried, and that's kind of where I was. I'm kind of the opposite. Where I do respect Iverson, but I'm kind of with you. I don't want to revise history to say that he he didn't have issues. I think one of my biggest gripes with him was kind of what people gripped about Charles Barkley. He didn't put in the other work that you need. To be great, no doubt. Like he didn't like there, there, he had that practice rant, but he was wrong on that practice rant. Mm-hmm. You need to be at practice, improving your game, gelling with the team. Yes, all of that, and you weren't doing that. No, Larry Brown wanted you in the practice arena so we could work some stuff out. Yes, and you didn't do that. Yeah, he didn't lift weights. He, no, and that's half the reason why he got so injured. He didn't do the things that made you a great basketball player. Right, he was really, really good. He was great. He was great, but it, he he never did the things that you see LeBron, Magic, uh, Kobe, Kobe, Michael, uh, Matumbo or not Matumbo, Hakeem Olajuwon, like those guys put in the work. And you know the difference. You know, you know, Iris reminds me of, but 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 because of his size, he didn't have the luxury of of, of kind of compensating for that. Shaq. Yeah. Shaq didn't do nothing. Just like Shaq didn't do none of this. Look how, look how, look at the era Shaq came in. Look at all the other built, uh, big men, right? Dave Robinson built like a tank. Yep. Alonzo built like a tank. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Carl Malone built like a tank. Uh, you had smaller, slimmer guys like like Hakeem Olajuwon. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So Shaq, so there were the bigs in this era were in the gym. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Shaq, because of his offensive repertoire and because he was seven foot one to three hundred something pounds, physical specimen. It was he was going to be able to compensate for that no matter what. Yeah. But he was also a guy. But Iverson, when you're six foot whatever one maybe one six foot two. Yeah. When you're small, so you're already small. Yeah. And you play reckless. Yeah. You know what I'm you, saying? You play reckless. You're not a fantastic outside shooter. Right. You're good, but you're not great. Right. And you have to be going downhill. Mm-hmm. You need to take care of your body. Yes. Like, you have to. You're going to be in the land of the tall trees. Mm-hmm. They are going to knock you around when they get the chance. Yeah. So, it's just what, what Iris is, he's, to me, he's one of those, he's almost like Russell Westbrook, when we, as far as the way I'm going to remember him. You're going to remember him as a guy who, uh, who just for whatever reason never put it all together. Yeah. And I think Russell Russell tries. I'll give Russell the Russell, Russell doesn't have the IQ. No, he doesn't. And, I, and by IQ people, I don't mean like 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 real world. I mean like basketball. They're just between you got real world IQ and then like sports IQ. Yeah, yeah. He does his basketball IQ is not the greatest. It's not great. He, he takes a lot of advice, shots, things like that. Yeah. And I think Al Iverson kind of the same way where his basketball IQ wasn't on par to the people he was facing. Right. Like, he just didn't have the ability to read the floor and, you know, get out of a play where it's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta get somebody else involved because they're keying off on me. Like, yes. there's so many times where teams are keying off on Allen Iverson and he just keeps it. Yeah. And it's like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, but you made a good point, though, as far as Iverson, as far as what he kind of started. Which is he, he? As far as his legacy, like let's talk. Come on, talk about the, the good stuff yeah. now. Is the wave of guards? As yeah. far as the the thought process, because to me it started with with Jordan, right? Yeah. Jordan was the first, not the first. You have other great guards. He was the first guard to me that was that was small because Magic was big. Yeah, but guard, Jordan was yeah, the first guard. Jordan, we, Jordan is him and Isaiah. And Isaiah are six. Jordan six 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 seven. Yeah, Isaiah six five. Or Isaiah six, like six two six three. Six two six three. Yeah. And so those are those guards that came in and they said, I can score and I can do it in multiple ways. Right. They were the first guards to me where you realize, oh, not only can my best player be a guard, he can be good enough to where you can win a championship. Yep. So that to me leaked over into the the, the 96 class, which you so, had so you, Marbury, you had Kobe, uh, Kobe you had Ray, Allen, Ray Allen, you had Iverson, right? Mm-hmm. Scoring guards. Scoring guards. Like those guys were, let me score first. Score yep. first mentality. Nash was in that drive, but he's a pass first guard. Yeah. Um, and that kicked off to what we have now, yep. right? Russ, score first. Yep. Kyrie, score first. Dame, score Dame, first. Dame, score first. Russ, score first. Like all those guys, I think I said Russ twice. All those guys, um, like think about, let me put the ball in the basket first. And then let, let me figure everything else out after that. Yeah. Uh, and I think he was one of the pioneers of that, uh, of, you know. Yeah, he, he, was the, he was the introduction to, like, the guards who would ISO up. Yeah. Point guard specifically. Point guard specifically, where a point guard would ISO up and take people on out of, out of an ISO set. Yeah. He was the first guard that I can think of where that was his, that was his game. And everybody wanted to kind of play that type of game yeah. because of him. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's his legacy. Unfortunately, it's also tainted by the fact that he had one of the shortest careers of his draft class. Yeah. So he was really, really out of, the, all of the Out of the Hall of Famers. Yeah, out of the Hall of Famers. Like, he had the shortest career of that draft class. Yeah. It's unfortunate for me because I still really did like him. I, I feel like 
had he been healthier, we would have seen a lot more of him. Mm-hmm. And I think he would have evolved his game like most like players do eventually. Yeah. Um, but it's just he got so injured. And by the time his run ended in Philly, unfortunately. Because he got sent to Detroit. He got sent to Detroit. He, he got sent to Detroit. Gosh, when you think about that teams of that time, too. You got no, Denver. no. He got sent to Denver. That's right, Denver, then Detroit. They did nothing. And people be thinking, people be looking back like, man, I hate, I hate when, I, when you see, I see a post about Denver and it's like they show Melo and Iris. Like, man, that team was cold. No, they weren't. I watched no, that team. No. They weren't. No, they weren't. No, <laughs> no. they got knocked out in the first round. I mean, uh, I mean, when you think about all those teams that had great point guards, so you had the Nets with Jason Kidd, mm-hmm. you had um, the Detroit with Chauncey Billups. Yes, like those were high IQ guards that he was getting beat by. Yeah, by that time. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, he's still the answer. He's still AI. He was one of the best. I'd say he, he ushered in some of the best point guard play mm-hmm. that we'll ever see. Yeah. Just, he was, I think he was, he's also, he's an amalgamation of me between Russ and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. A quick twitch guard who had the ability to break somebody down. Yeah. And just get to the basket. Yeah. Like, that's, that was his game. It's still, I think Kyrie is probably the best at that now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I haven't seen him play a lot. Who? Kyrie. Yeah, he plays on. He's balling now. I mean, when, he, balling. when he plays, he they're ball. The Nets. I don't know. The Nets have like the number one seed. I think in like in the East, yes. which is weird because they've been like they haven't even been had a completed team the whole year. That just shows how talented they are. Um, but yeah, but I, when when it comes to players and, and I like putting things in proper context. That's why yeah. to me it's important for Allen Iverson that you have both conversations. You talk about the great stuff that he done, but also let's not forget that as great as he is. And he went to the finals. Yep. And he got a game. He, yep. he won a game because they he those he gave the Lakers their only loss in the playoffs that year. Um, yeah, that Iris in it, and he also got the Iris that we talk about, which is the latter years. The latter years where he was just great. scoring a bunch of points, and Philly was going nowhere fast. Yep. Um, so now we'll talk about Dr. J. Yeah. The great Dr. J. Um, I'm so sick of a lot of these old dudes, man. I, I give respect where respect is due, but I I feel like sometimes they don't give it back. No. Now, Dr. J had a list of his two best teams, right, of all time. He had put together two best teams. His first team was Oscar Robinson, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Bill Russell, and Will Chamberlain. His second team was Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Carl Malone, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now, as great as all those guys are, and they are great, in fact, in my top ten, you got Bill, uh, Kareem, Larry, Magic, Michael. So you got five guys in my top ten on this list already. So I don't have from a I can't debate somebody for saying like for putting those guys on the list. And it, and now if Dr. J would have came out and be like, you know what, my list is based on guys who I I played with or no I played against. Yeah. And or that you know what I mean like his era. Well, yeah, I get that. I I, I get because I look at some of these names on the list. And the two that stand out for me because I've just never seen any of them play at all are Oscar Robertson and Jerry West. Mm-hmm. I always hear about how great Jerry West was. Yeah. I've never seen it. Right. So for me, it's like Jerry West. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's the NBA logo dude, but it's like, I've never seen any film with Jerry West. Right. I mean, it's, it's there. Yeah, you, you can it's, check it out. It's there, but it's not like it's not like I was there watching it. Like, right. For me, LeBron will always be one of my favorite players. Yeah. I watched him growing up. Yes. I watched Kobe growing up. I watched Shaq growing up. So I, there's a, I guess it was the 
persistence bias where it's like recency bias. Recency bias. Mm-hmm. Recency bias where it's like, no, those are my best players. Like watch them be great. Right. So I like I said if if he would have said that it was based off just that, fair enough, right? You grew up or you played against these guys, so you're 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 gonna be bait. That's what you. That makes sense. No, no, no. That's not what he said. His reason for leaving off LeBron James was he's the guy who has led the Chargers super teams, right? So that was his reason for for leaving off LeBron James. So for, so let me kind of get my 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 rant off real quick. People don't understand, and this is why LeBron James to me is one of the greatest players of all time. Is and we just talked about we just talked about IQ, right? LeBron is smart, right? LeBron was the first player. Shaq, I feel like based on based on stuff I've read and heard him talk, I feel like Shaq picked up on this too. But LeBron's the first player who realized, wait a minute, let me let me wait a minute. I can leverage my value. Well, not even that. He realized that. More times than not, when a team wins a championship, it's a lot of great players on the team. Yeah, you got your one-offs, yeah. your Mavericks in, in, in 2011, your Detroit in 04, Toronto yeah. a couple years ago, the Rockets 90, 90, uh, 94, because he got, he got what's his name, 95, uh, Clyde. So you get to one-off teams, but the dynasties, yeah. the dynasties, the dynasty have great players. Yep. Up and down. In fact, I always tell people this: the greatest thing that ha- the greatest thing that ever happened to Michael Jordan was the fact that nobody in the '90s had the wherewithal to do what LeBron and the guys are doing now. Yes. Like Michael Jordan had the luxury of guys staying. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay loyal. Cool. You stay loyal. We, we cool. Don't add nobody My, else. Michael squad. Jordan had the luxury of a front or front office that finally said, "Let's get some talent around him." Mm-hmm. Great talent. Great talent. It's very hard. In basketball, for a front office to buy into bringing talent to a team, yeah, the uh, people, and this is where I think you do have to revise history a little bit on the LeBron James decision because you have to give the context of what happened the season before, right? That they butts kicked mm-hmm. in four games, and LeBron's teammates did little to nothing. Yeah. They didn't help. They didn't even really hurt. They yeah. were just kind of there. Yeah. And so when he's making this decision, he's making it based on the fact that I'm not going to stay in Cleveland if this is the roster. Yeah. And so to me, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, if I'm a player and I realize, okay, based on the, based on the history of our league, history states that, okay, in order for you to win, you have to have a great player, a bunch of great players. I, one of my favorite quotes is, Shaq was um he had NBA open court yeah. and Shaq was like he was talking about they, they were talking about super teams or whatever yeah. and Shaq said that he like he wanted great players because he he wanted he wanted comfortable in fact that if I pass the ball out to a guy in the corner I'm not I'm pass I, I'm passing to like a guy who I know is gonna hit the three yeah right I want I want a guard like I I want this I want that and I'm like you know that makes sense that makes hundred percent like I don't want like you. As a player, you should want to have guys on your team who do everything at an elite level. Right, and, and and it's not fair to say that LeBron led the Chargers super teams because he did it in free agency. Yeah. So it, it would be different if he demanded to be traded, and then he also, you know, facilitated other guys. Yeah. Coming along, it would be different. He did it in free agency. Yeah. He, he took what every other worker in America can do, which is say, "I don't want to work here anymore." Yeah. I don't care how much money you give me. Right. I'm taking my talents 
to South Beach. Yeah. That's not fair to say that he can't do that. And plus, Dr. J forgets. Dr. J has one championship yep. in the NBA. Dr. J played in that championships team. He played with four Hall of Famers, right? He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Moses Malone is a Hall of Famer. Maurice Cheeks Who's is a Hall of Famer. Famer. Um, Bobby Jones is a Hall of Famer. His head coach, hell, Billy Cunningham was a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like, like you won a championship with the four Hall of Famers. See, now people, the thing about the super team, people try to be like, well, there's a difference between, like, super team that was created organically. I don't care how it was created. Like, if it, it, your team, it's not about how it's created, right? It's about the fact, it's about, like, it's, it's, it's about creating the best talent to win, right? Yeah. The Lakers of the of the 80s, right? You're yeah, Maddie Johnson. They had all-stars up and down the road. Yeah, Maddie Johnson, Hall of Famer. Kareem, Hall of Famer. James Worthy, Hall of Famer, right? You go to, to the Celtics. Larry Bird, Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer. Robert Parrish, Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer. Kevin McHale, Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer. Hell, the great, one of the greatest teams of all time was the 86 Celtics. They had Bill Walter coming off the bench, Hall of Famer. Um, the Detroit. Bull, Detroit. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, Hall of Famer. Uh, 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 Joe Dumars, Hall of Famer. Dennis Robin, Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer. The Bulls, Scotty, Michael, Dennis Robin, all Hall of Famers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a common theme here. <laughs> like, Top tier talent. There's a common theme. Hell, the the um, the, the, the Spurs of, of the, the, the the 2000s decade. Yeah, Tim, right. Duncan, Tim Duncan, Hall of Famer. Dave yeah. Robinson, Hall of Famer. Uh, Manu Ginobili will be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard most likely will be in the Hall of Fame. Tony Parker is a fringe Hall of Famer. Like. That's just what it takes to win. It's what it takes. Like, like, like dudes aren't stupid anymore. Oh, guys are finally looked up like, oh, oh. And what really, what really made it evident was the Celtics in 08. Yes. That's what people, other people looked at and be like, okay. Oh, my God. That's what it takes. You can run rush out over the league. And when you, when you got guys who come together, who can do, who, who, who can make threes when I pass on the damn ball. Yeah, I, I, I got, I got the, the defensive player of the year. Yeah. And um, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. And I've got um, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Like I got Rondo. Ron, I've got Hall of Famers. Yeah. Like I, you need that. You need. You got. You're not gonna win a championship without elite talent on any sport. Every single sport, you need elite talent, right? And it, it annoys me when guys be like. Yeah, man, you well, know. That's, one of my the takes that I hate from Stephen A. Smith is talking about, oh, it's about competition. It is about competition, yeah. yes. But I want to win. Yeah. I am t- I, I love Dan. He's made the dumbest decision he can make by being loyal to Portland. Portland doesn't have the ability to bring talent in. No. They don't have that ability. No. He needs to leave. And and, and he and, and it's funny, he's like, because he's so Stephen A. Smith says it's about, it's about competition. I don't know if Stephen A. Smith knows this. From 1980 to 2000, right? Four champions? No, five champions, right? Lakers, Celtics, Pistons, Bulls, Rockets, seven, uh, six, 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 I think I said six, I don't know. So you gotta have 16, and 20 years of basketball. Yeah. It's so competitive. You only had six teams win, and the Spurs, yeah, seven teams. Yeah, yeah 16, um, yeah, seven teams win, yep. and six only won once. Yep. Um, and the Spurs won once, ninety nine. Yep, and they won a couple. They they won four other. Right, but I'm just saying, four, from eighty yeah. to two thousand, right? And and uh, uh, Philly, I mean not Philly, but uh, Detroit only got two, and um, 
and Houston only got two. Yeah. So the other titles, the other five titles, five was won by the Lakers. That's five. Six was won by the Bulls. That's eleven. Three was won by the Celtics. That's uh, uh, fourteen. So the NBA was so competitive, so so competitive that in in, in the fourteen titles in the twenty years were won by three teams, three organizations. And and, that, and 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 then the, technically the Celtics dominated the sixties. Yeah, the, 50, the, you know what the, I mean. The Celtics and Lakers had even more history than that. Right. So the only parity you ever really had was the seventies. That's it. Because you had because you had the, the the Warriors, the Bullets, the Celtics, yeah. the Lakers, the Bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was so the the Blazers. So many different teams. The Sonics. Yeah. Uh, so many different teams. That's probably the last time you actually had parity. Other than that, the NBA is a proven the, the league. NBA, you know what it takes. The NBA is a dynasty league. Yes. Once you get a team together that can win a couple titles, that will be the team that's that's on top. I mean, right. it's very rare. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of teams that will come up short, and it's more often than not, it's going to be the team that doesn't have the same amount of talent. I mean. I loved watching Lakers and Heat, but I knew that the Heat, talent-wise, yeah. weren't going to cut. We're going to cut it. There was no way they won that yeah. that series. And, and and to me, it's it's and if people want to put it on the players, I think this era has really highlighted the difference in front office philosophies. Right? Some some all front offices are, are like like the Nets right now. They're going for it. Yeah. They're who's 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 available? Let's call them. Who, yeah. Who's who's on the trade market? Let's make a trade for them. Like some organizations are trying to win titles, trying to win championships. Other organizations are like, eh, let's just see how let's just see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, let's just see how it goes. Atlanta should be trying to go all in with Trey, um, Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Like you have a young player right now who you bring some veterans around, you can make a deep playoff run. And from that deep, that's playoff, how I thought about Dallas. Dallas, yeah, mm-hmm. like you, you've got a, you've got young players who you go all in on. You get deep playoff runs, and then eventually other high-caliber veterans are going to say, I want to go to that team. Mm-hmm, like, no doubt. They don't think like that, that. That was Dallas's first issue uh, when they first won the championship is that they were banking on the fact that you won one championship and that teams were going to just be lining up at the door. Yeah. Or that players were going to be lining up at the door. That doesn't happen. That is not. Off of one championship. Not yeah. I just... I don't know. I just I I don't think a lot of people get it. I just, I just don't think they understand that. Yeah, parity happens more often in in sports like football, baseball. Yeah. You know, it doesn't happen. Like there's there's a smaller pool of talent, specifically in the NBA. Yeah, it is. Like it's a very small pool. I think it's like four hundred. Yeah, something like BLS. Yeah. Players in the NBA. That's a very small pool of talent. Mm-hmm. And there's only about twenty of them that are top tier. Yeah. Like, think about that. Yep. Out of 400, less than 10%, or a little bit over 10%, mm-hmm. is like top, like tier one talent. Mm-hmm. The rest is just, you know, shuffle in. Role players. Role players. Yeah. I, I, I remember on the way into last season's championship, I had a lot of respect for what Alex Caruso said about his journey like through the Lakers. He just kind of had to figure out, where do I fit? Yeah. I just got to figure out how I fit so I can yeah. stay here. Yeah. That's it. Like that's that's the type of those are the other type of players that you have in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Guys who are just trying to fit. Mm-hmm. There's the Stephs, the LeBrons. Those guys are going to stand out. Yeah. And then there's Alex Caruso who are just trying to fit in and make sure that they're contributing in some form or fashion to the team's success. And and it's just so I I, I think that the conversation needs to be changed to yeah. to like all right instead of putting it on the players, it's put it on the front offices yeah. right. 
Like, if you draft a player and he turns into what you hoped he drafted to be, at that moment, you need to, like you said, go all in, right? Yeah. You need to do everything in your power. Because, like you said, some guys, if a guy can't come in for agency, oh, well, trade for somebody. Trade. You, 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 can't, you can't say no. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like, like be aggressive. Show that... Cause, cause show, like, you know what I mean? Like, 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 do your job. Do your job. Guys leave, in my opinion. It's only, it's only a few guys who, who left. I'm like, man, you should have, you man. I don't, I'm gonna find an excuse. But guys leave when they feel like, you know what? Y'all gonna waste my career. So AD. Yeah. They take AD. AD wanted to team up with LeBron because he knew that he was stuck in just neutral yeah. in, in the Pelicans, in yeah. New Orleans. Yep. There was nothing that they were doing mm-hmm. that showed him that you're going to invest in my ability. Yeah. So I got to take it on myself to to you know be great, basically. Like, yeah. like players have to, like they, they've had to take it into their own hands because there are too many front offices who are just spinning their wheels sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron did what he did, not because he was seeking attention. He's, he made a super team because he knew in his heart of hearts that if I stay in Cleveland, I will be a Charles Barkley. I will be one of the greats who never did it. Yeah. Like they, they did not show any in, any interest in trying to bring in talent. And, and it's, just, it's, 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 it's way too many guys that end up like that. Kevin Garnett with yeah. Minnesota. Um, uh, Tracy McGrady in Orlando. Uh, it's, it's happened to Bradley Bill right now in Washington. Yeah. It's just it's too many Carlington Towns in Minnesota. It's too many guys where you, you look at them and you know that the you're not gonna win there. No, um, and it sucks, but that's just the way it is. And if you and if you as a player don't have the wherewithal, like it's one thing if you know that and accept that. All right, cool. That's if you don't want. That's fair yeah, enough. It, it, I, I'm asking my agent to to get a big check. That's yeah. what I want. If if you if I'm gonna be here, I'm taking all the payroll. Yeah, because it's very clear that it didn't matter anyway. Yeah, it looks like uh, my computer about to die because I forgot to charge it. <laughs> I'm so lazy, Jesus Christ! Once again, the professional, professional podcast people. But uh, again, we're gonna wrap it up. Thank mm-hmm. you for joining us, episode fifty. Follow me on Facebook at Bryce Olden. Follow me on Instagram at Bryce SFHM Podcast. Bryce, thanks for joining me, bro. Yeah, no problem. And remember, if you didn't get it from the horse's mouth, you should stop listening to the ass who told you. I'm out.